The Canterbury Pilgrims from The Canterbury Tales Prologue by Geoffrey Chaucer from The World's Best Poetry, Volume 7, Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2 Read for LibriVox.org by Adrian Stevens as the narrator and Sonia as the host The Canterbury Pilgrims from The Canterbury Tales Prologue One that April with his sure suit the drocht of March hath pierced to the root, and bathed every vein in switch liqueur, of which vertu engendered is the flower, when Sephros eke with his sweet breath, inspired hath in every halt and heath the tender croppies, and the younger son, hath in the ram his half-cause iron, and smaller fowls make melodia that sleepen all the nicht with open e, So pricketh him nature in his courage, than longen folk to goon on pilgrimages, and palmeres for to sicken strange strons, to fern halways coth in sondry lons, and specially from every sheeres ende, of England to Canterbury they wende, the holy blissful martyr for to seek, that him hath holpen, one that they were seeker. Befill that in that season on a day, in Southwark at the tabard as I lay, ready to wenden on my pilgrimage, to Canterbury with full devout courage. At nicht were coming to that hostelry, well nigh and twenty in a company, of sundry folk by adventure efal, in fellowship and pilgrimages were they all that toward Canterbury Walden ride. A connector there was, and that a worthy man, that fro the teamer that he first began, to ridden out he loved chivalry, truth and honour, freedom and courtesy, full worthy was he in his lord's wear, and thereto had he ridden nomen fair, as well in Christendom as in heathenness, and ever honoured for his worthiness. And though that he were worthy, he was wise, and of his port as meek as in a maid, he never yet no villainy ne said, in all his leaf unto no manner white. He was a very perfect, gentle knight. With him there was his son, a young squeer, a lovelier and a lusty bachelor, with look as cruel as they were laid in press, of twenty year of age he was, I guess. Of his stature he was of even length, and wonderly delivered, and of great strength. And he had been sometime in Shivashi, in Flanders, in Artois and Picardy, and borne him weal as of so little space, in hope to stonden in his lady grace. Embroidered was he, as it were a mead, all full of fresh flowers, wheat and reed. Singing he was, or floating all the day, he was as fresh as in the month of May. Short was his goon, with his sleeves long and wide. Well could he sit on horse and fair ride. He could song his mech and well endit him, just an eek daunts and wheel portray and right. So hoot he loved, that by nightadale he sleeped no more than doth a nightingale. Courteous he was lovely and serviceable, 
and calf before his fader at the table. There was also a nun, a prioress, that of hire smiling was full, simple, and coy. Here Gretes oath nay was but by Saint Loy, and she was clepet Madame Eglantine, full wheel she sung the service divine, entuned in her nose full seemly, and French she spake full fair and fetisly, after the school of Stratford at a bow. For French of Paris was to hire unknown, at met well he taught was she with Allah. She late no morsel from her lips falla, ne wet here fingers in here saucer deep. Well could she carry a morsel and well keep, that no drop ne fill up on her breast. In courtesy was set full mutual her lest. Here over lip whipped she so clean, that in her copy there was no farthing seen. Of grace, when she drunken had her draught, full seemly after her met she rocht, and silkily she was of great disport, and full pleasant and amiable of port, and penned here to counterfeit cheer of court, and to ben estachlich of manner, and to ben holden dine of reverence, but for to specken of here conscience. She was so charitable and so piteous, she walder weep if she saw a moose caught in a trap, if it were a deed or bled. Of small hoons had she that she fed with roasted flesh or milk and wastel breed. But sore wept she if any of him were dead, or if men smote it with a yard smert, and all was conscience and tender heart. For seemly her wimple punch it was, her nose traitous, her iron grey as glass, her mouth full small, and there to soft and reed, but silkily she had a fear for heat. It was almost a spanny brood, I true, for hardly she was nat undergrew, full fetis was her cloak, as I was war, of small coral about her arm she bar, a pair of beddies gored all with grin, and thereon hung a brooch of gold full sheen, on which there was first right a crowned, a and after a more vincit omnia. Another non with here had a she, that was her chaplain and priestess three. A clerk there was of Oxenford also, that unto logic had a long ego, and lean was his horse as is a rake, and he was not right fat, I undertake, but look it howl, and there too soberly, for threadbare was his overest court be, for he had a getten him yet no benefice, ne was so worldly to have office, for him was liver had at his beard's heed, twenty bookes clad in black or reed, of Aristotle and his philosophy, than robes rich or filthy or gay so tree, but all be that he was a philosopher, yet had he but little gold in coffer, but all that he might of his friendes hent, on bookes and his learning he it spent, and bislegan for the soul's prey of him that gaff him wherewith to scully, of study took he most cure and most heed, Nacht o'er spak he more than was need, 
and that was said in form and reverence, and short and quick and full his sentence, soning in moral virtue was his speech, and gladly would he learn and gladly teach. A sergeant of the lore, war and wise, that often had he been at the paraphise, there was also full rich of excellence, discreet he was, and of great reverence, he seemed switch, his words were un so wise, justice he was full often in assize, by patent and by plain commission, for his science and for his high renown, of fees and robes had he many own, so great a purchaser was nowhere known, all was fee simple to him in effect. His purchasing might not been in fact, nor were so busy a man as he there nas, and yet he seemed busier than he was. And good man was there of religion, and was poorer person of a tune, but rich he was of holy thought and work. He was also a learned man, a clerk, that Christ's gospel truly would preach. His parishians devoutly would he teach. Benign he was, and wonder diligent, and in adversity full prescient. And such he was he praved of the scythes, for loath were him to curse for his tithes, but rather would he given out of doubt unto his poor parishions a boot. Of his offering, and eke of his substance, he could in little thing have sufficience. Wide was his parish, and hoses fair asunder, but he ne laughed not for rain nor thunder, in sickness nor in mischief to visit the fairest in his parish, much and lit, upon his feet and in his hand a staff. This noble ensemble to his sheep he gaff, that first he wrought, and afterward he taught. A better priest I throw, that nowhere noon is, he waiteth after no pomp and no reverence, he marketh him a spiced conscience, but Christ's lore and his apostles twelve he taught, but first he followed it himself. Now have I told you, shortly in a clause, the stat, the array, the number, and eke the cause, why that assembled was this company in Southwark at this gentle hostelry, that height the tabard fasted by the bell, but now is time to yow for to tell, how that we barren us that ilke night, when we were in that hostelry alight, and after while I tell of our viage, and all the remnant of our pilgrimage. But first I pray you of your courtesy, that ye narrate it not my villainy, though that I plainly speak in this matter, to tell you here words and here cheer, neither I speak here words properly, for this ye known also well as ye. Whoso shall tell a tale after a man, he moot rehearse as nay as ever he can, everish a word if it be in his charge. I'll speck he never so rudelich or large, or else he moot tell his tale untrue, or fain thing, or finder words new. He may not spare, although he were his brother. He moot as well say o word as another. Christ back himself food brood in holy writ, and well ye woot, no villainy is it. 
Ik plato seeth, whoso can him read, the word is moot be cousin to the deed. Also I pray yow to forgive me, all I have not set folk in here degree, here in this tale as that they should stond. My wit is short, ye may well understand. Great cheer made o'er host us everichon, and to the soper set he us anon, and served us with vital at the best. Strong was the wine, and well to drink us lest. Assembly man o'er host he was withal, for to han been a marshal in an hall, a large man he was with an iron step. A fairer burgess was there noon in chep, be old of his speech, and wise and well he taught, and of manhood him lackade right not. Eek thereto he was right a merry man, and after supper playin he began, and spake of mirthy among other things, one that we had made a reckonings, and said it thus, Lo, lordingers, truly, ye been to me richt welcome heartily, for by my troth, if that I shall not lee, I saw not this year so merry a company, a tonus in this herbower as is now. Fain wolde I don you mirthe, wiste ye how, and of a mirthe I am rich now bethought, to don you ease, and it shall cost in aught. Ye gone to Canterbury, God you spede, the blissful martyr quitte yo your maide, and well ye would, as ye gone by the way, ye sharpen yo to talen and to play, for truly comfort nye mirthe is known, to read by the way, dumb as a stone, and therefore will ye marken you disport, as I say the erst, and don you some comfort. That age of yo, to shorte with our way, in this viage shall tell a tallest way, to Canterbury ward, I mean it so, and homeward he shall tell an other a toe, of aventures that Willem han befalle, and which of you that beareth him best of other, that is to say, that telleth in this cause, tales of best sentence, and most solace, shall have supper at Ura alla cost, here in this place, sitting by this post, when that we come again from Canterbury, and for to mark you the more merry, I will myself gladly with you ride, richt at mine own cost, and be your guide. And whoso wolle my judgment with sayer, shall pay all that we spenden by the way. And if ye vouchsoft that it be so, tell me anon, withouten wordes mo, and I will early sharpen me therefore. This thing was granted, and o'er others swore, with full glad heart, and prayed on him also, that he would vouch so for so to do, that he would walder be a governor, and of o'er tales judge and reporter, and set a supper at a certain price, and we would reald be at his device, in high and low, and thus by own assent, we been accorded to his judgment, and thereupon the wine was fet anon, we drunken and to rest went achon, withouten any lenger tarrying. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.